Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey guys, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. I've got a really interesting guest for you guys uh, today. It's my good friend and, and one of the top Facebook marketers in the world, Ben Simkin. Uh, thanks for joining us today. How are you, man? My pleasure, Brian. I've been uh, holding out for this. I, I love uh, I love your content. I love you spoken at some of my events in the past two or three, I think. And I always love having you come present to my mastermind group because uh, you are a genius. I mean, I guess it's way called a genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the genius is you today, so I appreciate that. And I know that. Uh, um, remember, you talked about the the mastermind as well. Um, and that event that we spoke at together in Poland uh, last year. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. so it's it's a really good group. But uh, uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you and we can talk about Poland. <laughs> we can talk about Poland. But... <laughs> we can we uh, yeah. But what I'm really interested in um, uh, from a personal point of view as well, because I'm now running some traffic to an offer uh, on, on Facebook. Is these Facebook ads because I know that you're. You've been called one of the top Facebook copywriters in the world, uh, the Facebook top Facebook marketers. Um, you know, uh, you have you have the, the the group as well, and this is this is a big core of what you teach. So, um, for people who don't quite know who Ben Simkin is, can you tell us a bit about uh, about yourself, how you got where you are today? Yeah, sure. Well, um, one day I came out of my mother's uh, womb, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I won't go that far back. That's a bit, that's a bit too far uh, back. But, um, it's a bit too far back, too, too graphic for this yeah. <laughs> E-rated uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, I've got some photos though. No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, I mean, let's just have a short, the short history. Um, I was in business since I was uh, 20 years old. I, had my, I started my first company, but I'm going to fast forward a little bit of that. I sold that company when about the time I got really interested in learning about marketing and how I came across this idea of doing direct response marketing and, and really went down that rabbit hole. I'm sure everyone on this who's listening knows about, knows what direct response is and yeah. so on. And so I won't explain that, but um, I, my first client was pre Facebook, pre social media, where, where um, I had a client come to me. He said, he wanted to do this online marketing stuff. This is back in 2005 when nobody was really doing anything with, with online marketing. It wasn't very, you know, it was kind of starting out in our country. Yeah. Um, and it was, was very new. So I was trying to figure it out as well. Since it was my first project, I kind of took him on under the guise of, or under the pretense that I was going to find an online marketing expert to help me deliver the, the product and service, like deliver the outcomes and everything. And I actually found someone who could help me um, but about a week after, well, I signed the client up. He paid me. Uh, he paid me the fee, and uh, and this guy that I line, had lined up, I, I called him and I said, "Hey, it's good news. I've got the client. He's on board. Let's go ahead." And the and the, the guy who was going to do the marketing turned around and said to me, oh, "I can't help you anymore. I just got a job with the government, and I'm going to be too busy." I was like, "Oh, what do I do now?" So I was up for challenges in my twenties where, you know, you're up, you're lively and you're up for a challenge. You pretty much do anything. Um, and I was like, well, okay, I'm going to figure this out myself. 
Um, and so I eventually figured out, I've, I've read, a few, read a few books and things like that, but I eventually figured out that you can rent, you can rent an email list and you could email out a list of say 10,000 people from the ages of, you know, you can pick your demographics. You can say, give me all the email addresses. It's permission-based email. It wasn't spam email. It was permission-based. You can yeah. rent a list of like, the ages of 35 to 55 uh, people who live in Brisbane. So I've got about 10,000 names on this broker. Or I bought the, or rented it rather. And I found, uh, well, I saw the advertisement that my client had run in the newspaper in the classified section of the newspaper that he had run since 1980. And he was doing really well. He was doing about 30 million a year in sales from that advertisement. So I was like, this is interesting. So I thought, well, you know, you might as well go with something that works, right? So I copied it, scanned it into the computer and I, and basically had the exact same ad. I sent it out to the list of 10,000 people. Yeah. And we made $3 million in sales for him from that one email. Nice. So I was, That's a hell of a light bulb. <laughs> a light bulb I was like, well, yeah. there's something to this marketing stuff yeah. because I, I wasn't making $3 million in my other business, which mm. was in tech, mm. technology. I was like, oh, wow, this is like, this is big, right? Yeah. And so that's, that kind of, that started my journey of being really interested and curious and, and anything I get into, I'm, I'm either all in or I'm nothing. So like rewinding back to when I was 13 years old, I got my first computer. I was all in. I read every textbook that I could get my hand on, hands on. And I had taught myself five programming languages by the time I was 16 years old. So I was like this, ins I have insatiable curiosity about, about things in life and I'll just go down that rabbit hole full, full, you know, head first. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's really, uh, um, that, that's amazing. I mean, uh, the fact that you, you didn't reinvent the wheel, you know, you just took what's already working and uh, resulted in seven figures. I mean, that, that's, uh, something that, uh, that's why I wanted you on this podcast is you're a genius for copywriting that way. You don't have to re you don't have to come up with your own, email you just use what what was already existing and it worked well exactly i think that like whether or not i don't know what I, I can't tell you what was going through my mind but when you 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 and i both know now like don't reinvent the wheel yeah like we already know like if something's working use it <laughs> don't try and be the next like create creative superstar that you know create something new like the uh, the pioneers are the ones that get arrows in their backs, right? Yeah. So it's like you, you use what works. What's proven works. And we go back, like we go back now. Sometimes we go back, we pull out the old Robert Collier letter book, which is my favorite copy, mm. copy book. Mm. And it was written in like 1902, I think it was. And so the copy in there, you can run that copy on Facebook now and it'll convert. So that's like, as a principle, like what works is going to work. So yeah. yeah. But I guess like if you want to kind of segue into the Facebook thing is like when Facebook announced Facebook advertising in 2009, see the problem I had with my agency from 05 to 09 was we would rent these lists that we'd run out. There's no mm. more names. There's no more emails. We have to wait. Yeah. And we go back to the start of the list, the exact same list where you rented again, the same old people and try and squeeze more sales out of the same list and then wait and then go back a month later and do the same thing. And it's like, this is like up and down. Like we can't, there's no, you can't go any further. You can't scale anything. 
And that was like, that was the issue. So I knew what my issue, my, my constraint was, was number of people to get in front of. Um, and I understood the concept of, of getting in front of the right target with the right message, right? The right offer and the right message. So I understood the direct response principles are the right target, the right offer, the right message or the right copy, if you want to say copy. Mm. And I understood that from not as much as I do now because it's 15 years on yeah, down yeah. the road. But, but back then I kind of understood like, if I can get my offer in front of more people, I can make more money. <laughs> and Facebook was like, we're going to be able to, sh- we're going to show you how, we're going to be advertising that can target demographics. Uh, and th- there's like 70 million people on Facebook. I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Like, so I jumped on it right away. Like I was one of the very first advertisers and it's been 10 years now as of this podcast doing Facebook ads and like, what I mean by doing Facebook ads is like full-time, every day, millions and millions and millions of dollars of Facebook ads. Not like a part-time side hustle. Mm. I'm like 10 All in. Like I said, I'm either all in or I'm all out. So I've been all in for 10 years and it's just Facebook's getting better and better all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, so easy, easy to use that even somebody who's coming to a brand new like me can make money in. And uh, it's that targeting that you mentioned, you know, that, that targeting interests and demographics and different people on there. Um, that, that's the key to the whole thing, like you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And I talk about that. I really break it down in so much detail in my new book that I just released last week. Yeah, Stack the um, Deck. Ten, yeah, Stack the Deck. I waited 10 years to write this book because, you know, you get these people like have done copywriting or marketing or Facebook for like a year or six months of like, hey guys, I got a yeah. new course on how to make money. It's like, sit down. Like, you've only been like, imagine, imagine a, a baby who's been walking for six months, writes a book on how to walk. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, just hold, up, hold up a minute, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's so like, I paid yeah. my dues, you know? Yeah. It's like some of these Facebook groups, you see somebody who posts, oh, uh, hey guys, I've just landed a, a, a new client uh, on Facebook ads. Now, what should I do next? <laughs> is, you know, I laugh, but it really is like terrible. It is terrible. Yeah. That they, I mean, you imagine if you had to go get get heart surgery. And so, hey guys, I landed my first heart surgery patient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you probably don't want to know if you're going to be the first one, <laughs> the one for that for that doctor. It's not good. It's not good. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So I break down in my book, Stack the Deck, about how how powerful it is now, fifth or ten years down the line, of how much you can pinpoint um, your target, your target market. You can pinpoint people who are going to buy your product next week, mm, not right. right now. Like you can Facebook knows yeah, yeah. what you're going to buy next week. So yeah, yeah. I show you how to leverage that in the book and how amazing it is and how you can use it to your advantage. So how, how, do, how do they do that? Because I remember at the event that we spoke at, uh, the, the Toe Cracker event, uh, you said that Facebook has uh, 1 million points of data on each of us, which yeah. like, absolutely blew my mind. You know, that 1 million points of data for or whatever many billions of users they've got. I mean, that, that's incredible. <laughs> how do they yeah. do that? And is that, is that the key to the whole thing? It, it is. It's, it, it factors in all of your online activity. So everything, you, you know, where you go, you might go to a, um, uh, buy, buy a ticket. Once we finally get out of this thing, we can buy a ticket to go to Brazil or whatever. And, uh, so all of your online stuff, what you click on, what you like on, who you're chatting to, what you're chatting about, what you're posting about, 
um, things like that. But then it goes offline. So when you go to the supermarket and you go buy XYZ products, you buy, you know, you might buy some uh, Coca-Cola. Like I use an example in my book is like, imagine you, imagine you could see somebody's shopping list every week and every week they bought vegetables and fruit. They never bought any dairy and they never bought any meat. What can you assume about that person? Vegan. Well, they're probably, probably a vegan. That's like our simplistic way of looking at it. But if you look at a big billion dollar computer system, can figure out so much more about you and what you do, uh, where you go, what you do, where you, who, what you buy, who you hang out with, it can figure out so much more about you than you even know about yourself. Yeah, that, that's incredible. And uh, uh, the more you know about your customers, we know this from uh, uh, direct marketing, you know, the more you know about your customers, the better you can tailor that message to them and, and, uh, and your marketing uh -huh. campaigns. Exactly. You can create the offer that they want. You can create the copy that resonates with them. And Facebook just goes, yep, I know who to put this through to. I know how to shoot. I know who needs to see this ad right now. Yeah. So, and it's even about timing. So Facebook even knows when it's the right time for you to see the ad. Like maybe at three o'clock in the morning, you, you're not in the mood to buy that pair of shoes, but it knows the next day at 4 p.m. that, yep, probably Brian's going to want to look at those shoes. Pop the ad up. So even down to things like that. It's so, it's so smart. I mean, um, uh, the, it's really the, cool. Yeah, the, the, amount of, the amount of data they've got on people. I, I, could, I can remember uh, like 10, 20 years ago, uh, one of the direct marketing legends, Dan Kennedy, saying in one of his uh, events that the privacy is dead. And he was talking about, you know, you can buy lists on, on, uh, on just about anything. This is like yeah. pre-Facebook ads. But so privacy was dead 20 years ago, and you know, now the, these companies have got even more data on it. But it, uh, it helps them to uh, personalize our experience and show us the kind of ads that we want, that we're interested in. Exactly. It's, it's a good thing. And, and you know, it's, there's billions of new data being put into the system. I mean, Google and all the other ones do it as well. But I wouldn't say so much that privacy is dead. And because Facebook's not giving you the data, it's just it's just allowing you to interface and say, I want my advertisement to be seen by people who like who are interested yeah. in my product. Yeah. So it's it's not like it's not there's no privacy being breached apart from the whole Cambridge Analytica thing was a misstep. Facebook's part, they probably should have been more diligent to say, Oh geez, people are exploiting us now. Third party companies trying to get a leg up on Facebook and you um, you know, Facebook, the privacy is like, I can't get a list of everyone who wants to buy my book, but what I can do is I can say, Facebook, like I've got a new book. Can you show it to people who might be interested in buying my book on marketing? Mm, and it's mm. going to do that for me. So yeah, it's, not, it's, it's pretty good. You know, what I'm more worried, what I'm more worried about is the government getting hold of my data than I am a private company. Yeah, um, yeah, because you know the government has less ethics and morals, and has no <laughs> stakeholders and no one to to answer to. A private company or a public company has a lot of people to answer to. Yeah, and they yeah. Have, have to live by rules and have by the government, by their shareholders, by the public, by the clients, the customers, everything. So hmm. they're more likely to do the right thing than say a government. But we won't go into that. <laughs> Kind of thing today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I agree completely. There's, there's no, there's no issue with these companies uh, uh, having this kind of data on you. It's, it makes well, make your whole experience better. They are going to make mistakes, and there's going to be privacy breaches and things like that. But, but 
but for all you know for all the things that they intend to do they uh, they try to balance this whole idea of giving the customer what they want yeah and um, and helping you know creating something of value like any any business um mm. who uh who succeeds in capitalism is creating value in the market and that's really what it's all about and that creating value not only for their users but for the advertisers because uh, we spend millions of dollars on facebook advertising i don't really spend much on much else because that's where the value is yeah. at you know we get great amazing results from facebook ads yeah yeah a lot of people in the same boat but i want to come back to the uh uh, <coughs> uh the rules and regulations that you talked about specifically for uh uh let's dive a bit deeper into copy here i'm talking about the like uh, um writing facebook compliant copy because there's a lot of things oh, yeah. around that um sure. and it's a bit of a gray area sometimes as well because when i've had uh ads that have been rejected by by, uh, by facebook whether it's by the ai or by a person um they don't really give you a, a lot of information this is one of the, the issues that i that I have, I'm, you have to sort of investigate and see where you've gone wrong because I don't really tell you. Um, so what yeah, are some yeah, guidelines that you have yeah. around that? Yeah, you have to be across, like you kind of figure it, for us, we're doing ads every day, right? Me and my team yeah. are doing ads every day. We, we get to piece, not, well, we get, because we, we're in the, what's called the high level program, which is a, a designated level of advertisers for the top 2% of advertisers not just agencies, but all advertisers. So we get into this group yeah. where we get a lot of information behind the scenes of not only like how we can improve things, things to avoid and things that are happening in the future. So we get a lot of behind the scenes stuff straight from Facebook headquarters. We get direct access to the, to the team there. I've actually spoken to an engineer like um, in person who was one of the guys who developed the advertising platform. And he was asking me, he's like, what could I improve? And he's yeah. like, asked me the they're like this is so cool i'm hanging out with one of the engineers yeah. um so we get that but then we also get like kind of pieced together over time like well that was rejected that you know we try to figure out where where the kind of um goalposts are we fig we figure that out and so the sheer the volume that you do yeah so one of the things you think about is like you know when you're doing you old school copy you go you know do you suffer from this problem and do you yeah. like you know yeah. do you want to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks whatever it is it's like well you can't call out you can't use you can't refer to somebody like you um and things like that so mm. so it's like you can't say do you want to earn it do you want to learn how to do copy for example mm. you can't say that but what you can do is you can turn it around so you can either go you can either write a story about yourself or about one of your clients um, you could say, well, uh, we had a client, John, uh, he, he was having uh, trouble um, writing copy and coming out with headlines that would, convert, that, that would convert into sales. And he had all these problems and, and all these things. But what he did, he went and he bought my course and now he's getting these results. So now it's, it's not you, you, you. It's about this client mm. of yours or it's about yourself, right? So you yeah. turn the story around, you turn the copy around to, to be more about that. And then... Uh, by default, they'll resonate with that anyway. So that works. Uh, and then there's like keywords, like you don't want to things like work from home, passive income and things like that. Uh, where there's a whole list of words that you can't get, like we didn't even try to get from the VIP team. Um, they won't give us a list, but we, we start to add, figure out words over time, like things like work from home. Don't yeah, say yeah. That. you've got your own list, yeah. It's harder, think about what else you could call it. So things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's really interesting because uh, um, uh, <clears throat> was uh, is this something that's developed by Facebook over time? Like, uh, could you say that before when the the ads platform first came out? Oh yeah, you could do it, man. The things that I was running <laughs> in the first couple of years, you yeah. you, would, you would be banned for these days. <laughs> 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 Not that they were dodgy, but I was just like pushing the envelope. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I was going all out and getting the images I was using and the thing. Mm. I could show you some of the things we're using that you would not experience for the youth. Are you watching something? Use does does my copy does my landing pages my ad provide a good experience for the user of Facebook and if the answer is no then basically that's your guiding that's your guiding light to say well I mm. need to fix that you know it's kind of like the before and after photos of people who do the, the weight loss thing and before and after it's like you're implying that if you look like the before photo that you're fat yeah yeah so yeah. if you're implying that to the you user that, that is not yeah. a good experience yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean like I thought I looked, <laughs> I, thought I looked good but these people are telling me what I look good. So like that is a bad experience. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, do you want to be fit and healthy and look like this guy? If you look like this person, you're not fit and healthy. It's implying that you don't mm, look like mm, that. So mm. you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. So you can understand that it's about the experience because if people like uh, feel like they're not uh, um, <clears throat> feel feel worse when they're on the platform, then they they could desert the platform and and it's people yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. They, they that's the reason why the ad, the ads are so popular because the people are there. So, um, well, look at email. Look, the email is the wild west. Like, look how much yeah. spam you get now. Look how yeah. much just absolute push you get. Yeah. And it's this makes it harder for legitimate email marketing hmm. and advertising. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it a lot harder to break through because it's just like people just don't even care about the user experience. But if we could trust one another and say, let's, you know, but you can't. So you have to do the it's a good thing for advertisers. It's a good thing for users that, that there are policies. Mm, mm, yeah. Otherwise, uh, um, all the all the cheap spammers would just come in and and ruin everything. So. Absolutely, not a good thing. Yeah. But um, but the direct marketing principles still apply. You know, just because you can't do all this stuff, it's not like you have to run image ads or branding like uh, like uh, like uh, like car company type of advertising. Uh, direct marketing still Absolutely. works. Yeah, direct response marketing still works. You might have to just alter and change, but you should be smart enough to figure out, well, if I can't say you, how can I still get my mess the same message across? You know, all the same things apply. Problem, agitate, solve, AIDA, all these things. Like, um, hmm. I could go on, cover the five exits, so on and so forth, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so um, that's really interesting. Here's some of the, the things that we've... Uh, you know, struggled with um, uh, just making sure that we can still have that strong direct response uh, message while staying within the rules. And uh, personally, I've had uh, a few ads here and there uh, rejected, but not very many. Um, you know, by and large, uh, like for, for my own business, I've kept a copy very sort of laid back and, and not, not really uh, out there too much. And, uh, and uh, they yeah. seem to like that okay. So... Um, uh, is the yeah, well, I think uh, yeah. that's good, and I yeah. think that you want to think about like 
I forget who, I wish I remember who it was. I think it was Gary Bensonfinger. Um, but the, uh, there's a saying like, make your proof bigger than your claim. Mm. So you could, you know, if you say, you know, uh, this student learned how to write copy under Brian's mentoring and is making $500,000 a year. Uh, and if you've got a testimonial for that, then change, make your, your claim smaller, but then use the testimonial, like make your proof bigger than your claim, because then yeah. not only will you get it through Facebook, but it's actually more persuasive as well. Yeah. So it gives you two benefits. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about, uh, what about strategy? I mean, if you, uh, if you're just trying to get the click on Facebook, can you um, make your message a bit tighter around just getting the click and getting their interest, get them off of Facebook, get them onto your list or get them onto your buyers list or get them onto your blog or whatever. And then yeah. you can be, uh, then you can be more out there with your marketing. Is, is that a good way to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, what you want to do on Facebook is what's all about is, is using the artificial, artificial intelligence. And I talk about this in my book about, how you don't want to just attract people. You also want to figure out how you can repel the wrong people as well. Mm. So mm. repel, like you don't want the wrong people clicking on your ad because anytime someone clicks on your ad, fills out a form, goes on your webinar, buys your product, and you don't want that person, um, you're giving Facebook the wrong message. Facebook say, well, this person clicked on the ad and went through and scrolled through. Maybe that's what, you know, that's what this person wants more. I could find more people exactly like that. Yeah. And so you don't want, you don't want the get a hundred people coming through again. I don't want these leads. These are the wrong leads that I, I don't want these ones. Do so you want to figure out, well, if I know who I don't want to work with or who I don't, don't want to go on my webinar or read my copy, then I, how do I figure out how to repel them? And it's a lot of different ways. One of those ways is called the dog whistle language is where you're using a specific language and terminology that only your target market understands. Mm. Right. Um, one of my masterminders actually had a really good one. He was doing a, um, he was doing a, um, a product to do with people who had diabetes, right? So he could, he spoke about a specific medication, the name of the medication that nobody outside of anyone who didn't have diabetes would even know is like this long, yeah, yeah. you know, long, long yeah. name, the, the pharmacy name of the product, like, Blah 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 blah, yeah. di dioxin, blah blah blah, whatever it is. And so he he used that in the ad, so that the only people that clicked on his ad were people that had diabetes. So like that is a really good example. Yeah, that, that's very smart. That's very smart because you know it really dials in. It knows that it lets the, the uh, audience know that that that, uh, that that's for them. And if you and if you're not one of those people, then you're just you don't know what that name is, and you're not going to click on the ad. Scroll through. And yeah. that's what you want. You want a lot of, you want most people to scroll through past your ad. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people kind of forget. And then when you think about, uh, you know, if you were right, if you were in direct mail and you sent it out to people, you still want, you would still probably try and figure out how you can repel specific types of people. But when it comes to Facebook advertising, because Facebook is using signals like these people have been clicking on it. I'll go, I'll go get you a hundred thousand more of those people. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't want those ones. I want these ones. So <laughs> you want the right you ones. Use that. And this is all about uh, training uh, Facebook algorithm to, to bring you the right people. Yeah. It's like training one of those police dogs, you know, at the, at the airport and like go and sniff out the cocaine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Training. This is what I want. 
find, you know, <laughs> I don't want you to find, um, you know, uh, salt or uh, sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. So that's one of the most important things, it sounds like, you know, training it to, to go out and find the right people. And when it does, there's literally billions of people for, for them to choose from. There, there is a lot, and there's enough people, and it's just this thing where, you know, you've, there is enough people in your marketplace, probably, even if you were, had, Five hundred customers, so or a thousand customers, or five thousand. You don't need ten million customers. So you think about all well, it's, it's this copy, you know, direct response. It's like who is my target? Yeah, you know, you want to yeah. find that that, that that real segment and go after the segment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I know you dive really deep into this stuff in your book, um, uh, which, which you've mentioned already, but. Uh, uh, what's the book about and how can people get a copy of that? Yeah, the book is all about, is all about how letting you understand the power of what's there when a lot, most people don't other machine works. So letting, letting you in like behind the curtains of like, you know, showing me this is by all means it's not it's not my 10 whole 10 years because that would be like bigger than war <laughs> a lot of information you have heard of before in the book it's called stack the deck and you can get it um by going to it's a long URL, but it's www.themastermind. So themastermind.com.au forward slash my dash new dash book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're listening on, on iTunes, I'll, I'll go to geniusofcopywriting.com. I'll put the link to that uh, uh, on Ben's page on that site as well. So, um, so that's definitely a way to uh, uh, dive deeper into into the ins and outs of Facebook advertising. So it's really important. So it's uh, themastermind.com.au uh, slash my-new-book. Um, yeah, if you're on iTunes or, or, uh, or uh, what's the other one, Spotify or, or Stitcher or whatever, you know, there's uh, um, going to be you're the everywhere. link. Yeah. Spotify. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember getting 100 million bucks, but I am on Spotify. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'll chuck a link on, on Ben's episode so you can go through and check out the book. Um, and uh, that, that's really a, a book that I, that I very much endorse. Um, and not just because not just they're good mates, but because Ben is one of the one biggest, of the biggest. And, and most successful Facebook advertisers uh, uh, on the planet. So, um, so I highly recommend that uh, you guys go and grab, grab a copy of that. And, uh, and yeah, we can really dive deep into that. So I appreciate you coming on the show, Ben. Um, oh, take your time out for a good day. Thank you so much, Brian. Yeah, no problems. I think you've, you've dropped some really good information on here. So, uh, so yeah, everyone, everyone can get the book. There'll be a link on the uh, geniusofcopywriting.com. 
Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Cass and Gina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.